All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, Bravado Babes. How's it going? It's going good. How was your weekend slash beginning of the week? Right. Well, my weekend. So y'all know I had to travel by air. The girlfriends were sending me well wishes. Oh, nice. So thank you for everyone who prayed for me on my flight. Mm -hmm. I was tucked on there, but I was geared up with the full armor of the Lord. Mm -hmm. You understand me? I had on my mask, my shield ready did you throw away your shield yeah 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 get rid of it i was like germany can give me another one it's not <laughs> something i want to keep you know putting it's on and off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah it's gone mm-hmm. i threw it away at lax <laughs> um so yeah i got back this weekend went to a birthday picnic at the beach on saturday another quarantine concert on sunday Mm-hmm. Rose Gold and Catalyst, beautiful performance. Beautiful. Celebrated Jackie for his birthday. So you know, honestly, it was a this was a yeah. Kayla was like, you you had a busy weekend. The lit weekend. 
I'm like, you know, this was like damn near didn't feel like quarantine if I'm keeping it 200. Two Virgils. 200. <laughs> Not even 100 if I'm keeping it if 200. If I'm keeping four Virgils. Yeah. Yeah. How was your weekend? Uh, it's almost similar. Like mm -hmm. Sunday, I went to the pier for a little bit, Manhattan Beach Pier. I mean, Sunday. I didn't do that on Sunday. I did that on Friday. I did that after work for a little bit, mm -hmm. a couple hours. And then on Saturday, I too went to a birthday picnic, a different one. Mm hmm. Um, but a birthday picnic. And then Sunday, a little quarantine concert. Exactly the same. It's mirroring. Yeah. She's echoing. I did the same exact shit. Literally. Yeah. Sunday was the exact same. Sun and Saturday. Yeah, just different. Different people. Right. But same. But I did get home like nice and early on um, party me on Saturday. So I was like tucked. Mm. I was tucked nice and early. Um. Yeah. It was a nice weekend. The weather was nice. Beautiful. The weather was nice. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I don't know what this weekend will bring up, but. This weekend? I don't really have any plans this weekend. I don't either. We have a little bit of things to do, something really quick Yeah. on Saturday, but I have no plans. And I think my little boo-boo baby is going to be going out of town. Oh. We'll see. Maybe I don't know. much to do. No, it's not. But new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. There it is. So this is the part of our show where we usually dish tea on hot topics, pop culture, mm -hmm. never about ourselves. So don't expect. We just dished our tea over <laughs> on Patreon. Period. For the minimum. Right before in. we came here. So mm -hmm. yeah, if you want to know what's going on. Get on over relationships. there. Relationships. Oh, hell. <laughs> just, just, just tell them. Yeah. A little brief preview. We talked about Relationships. relationships. Um, Brittany's dating app experiences getting yes. back on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a little tea over there. Yeah, get it while it's hot. There you go. <laughs> so um, in other news, what's going on? Kanye West. Mm. He has been in the news, and it seems like he's gonna stay in the news. But this week, it's like he had a manic. First of all, he had his um rally. Yeah. In North Carolina mm -hmm. for his presidential campaign, which. I'm really over. It's a distraction. I need him to sit the fuck down. Yeah. So there was that. Then he got on Twitter and it's like he had some sort of a manic episode because he does what he does ever so often. And um, he was saying all these different things about the movie Get Out is about him. Kim tried to have a doctor lock him up after the things that he said about abortion in Northwest. And then his kids will never do Playboy. Yeah, his kids will never do Playboy. Chris isn't answering the phone. Chris Jenner, that is. <laughs> um, yeah, he says some things. My God. I'm like, Kanye needs help. He does. And that's point blank, period. The man needs help. I don't know what else to say. Something's going on there. I mean, what we know going is going on. And something's been going on. Mental health and well, mental health and illness is going on. And... I remember he said he was on medication. He was. I don't know if he stopped taking the medication. We but don't know. But someone else, I seen some also some other speculation on Twitter was like every time Kanye gets ready to um, release, release an, an album, album, he goes on these like Twitter rants. Okay, and if that's the case, this is a sick ass tactic. Because he even after he tweeted hella much, he was like, "Let me get back to this music." We don't need the rants for marketing, right? You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I still think something's really wrong with him. I for do show too. for show, but I don't. I really hope it's not for marketing. I I really, 
Because if the album, if you can't just drop your shit on Apple at this point, you're Kanye West. If you can't just push your shit on the streaming platforms and just see how it moves people, then just sit it out. Yeah. Because we don't give a damn. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot transpiring here, and I'm a little tired of it. I'm actually a lot of tired of it. And what I seen on on the internet. What? Just like how he was doing that black girl in the rally. At the rally, yeah. Not cool. It wasn't. I'm done. I'm done with him. I'm really done with he's him. He's no longer real. your brother. He no, he is not. <laughs> no, he's not mine either. Shit. He's no brother of mine. He's not. So, I hope he gets the help that he needs, but it's like I'm disconnected. You know what I'm there's saying? There's a disconnect for sure. There's a disconnect. Yeah. So what else is going on? Um, speaking of disconnect, Nick Cannon got disconnected <laughs> from Viacom. Yeah. For some remarks that he made. The anti-Semitic. When, when, when did he make those? Those were from a year ago? They pulled him up? I don't know. I just know it was on a um, podcast. Was yeah. it on a podcast episode? Yeah. I, was, I just thought I had heard that those weren't comments that he made recently. Although we know it doesn't matter. No. They'll drag your ass from 10 they'll years ago. They'll pull up shit. And if you said it, you said it. And you have to deal with the consequences. Which sucks a dick. That's the thing about celebrity and the internet. Like, it's actually a scary-ass place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People be praying on your downfall. Okay, the T Grizzly. The B. Simone. Once they dragged her to hell and back, I said, No one's exempt. No. No one's exempt. So, you know. But, you know, because we we have a very um, fast-paced society. And honestly, this shit will be blown over. And I think he apologized so that he could keep Keep something. working on the mass singer. Yeah, something. He's still the host of the mass mass singer. But, but what's, um, going to, what's going on with Wild? I don't out? know what's going on with Wild and Out. I saw some images of Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, was that foe? But yeah, they okay. said that's why he apologized because he was trying to save. Um, you know, but Nick didn't have. I'm sure he's battling for sure. Like you just lost a your show that's amount been of around. Income. That show's been around for years. years. What, like almost 10 years now? A long time. I I haven't watched it in a long ass time. I haven't, but it's one of those shows that's pretty popular. And it's like, how a lot of people got famous, like the internet. The comedians. comedians. Yeah. And Wild and Out does numbers. It does do numbers. It does numbers. So, and I'm sure he created it, so he's probably like, I would be like, I throw just the don't show like away. how like, what I believe someone, I believe Charlamagne said it, or somebody else, I think it was Charlamagne though, like. This is why we need ownership because we can quickly be let go. But when they say some racist shit, we can't quickly yep. let them go. You know right. what I'm saying? It's a tap on the hand. And honestly, they own the show. Yeah. Like you're producing it. You might get a like creator's credit type shit, but, but they own it. You don't it. really have no power. They can run into reruns, still make money off of it. Your likeness, you know, like, yeah. nigga, you still in- no, hell no. So. And I seen Diddy was like. Come on over to Revolt. Yeah, but Revolt be having some issues. Maybe getting hella Well, furbo. we know Diddy is cricket, cricket. Yeah. Cricket, cricket, Diddy. The cricket, Diddy. Cricket, Diddy. <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be running there either. Cricket. But, uh, yeah, Cannon, I saw that he said that. Nick Cannon could easily have his own network of some sorts. He really can. Hopefully, he can, like, you know, after all of this Bounce is processed, back. he can come up with a strategy to do his thing. I saw that he said he was taking a break from his radio show. <gasps> wow. Um, yeah, I, he's really seems like he's battling. Cause did you see the post about his friend that committed suicide? 
No. So Nick's can't one of Nick Cannon's friends just committed suicide, and then when um, Nick Cannon was pinning his like remembrance post to his friend, he was like, "Many of days I've pulled my I've woken myself up and had these dark feelings. You just had the guts to do it. The guts. I'm like, okay, Jesus. Let's keep Nick Cannon in prayer. And then Ugh. people were like, well, y'all know that this was going, y'all know he was going to get fired after he agreed to do the Dr. Sebi doc, continue on, continuing on with the work that Nipsey had started. That has nothing to do with that, though. They're saying they were trying to silence Nick Cannon so because of this documentary. You know, the they start by pulling away your money, mm. your livelihood, affecting your livelihood so that you can continue to be silent and not want nothing else snatched from your ass. Mm, the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah, they try to see everybody who's working on the Dr. Sebi tea goes down bad. Exactly. Because they're trying to feed us knowledge. I'm like, at this point, we know what Dr. Sebi does. Right. <laughs> it ain't no news. It ain't news to us. The alkaline diet, sea <laughs> moss, we, we're tapped in. Everybody knows. Now, if you we're choose woke. to participate or not, that's on you. But this ain't no new news. No, yeah, no new tea. It we know not. about Dr. Sebi. Yeah. We know Dr. Sebi's kids are continuing on with the legacy. With the work. I mean, leave people the fuck alone. Yeah. Oh, girl, but did you hear about that, Je about Jeffrey Epstein, that lawyer who was um put on Jeffrey Epstein's case? Her son got oh, killed and the husband, bitch. they were targeted. Bitch, by somebody who was dressed like a FedEx driver. Yes. They are not fucking around. Who? They killed him, right? The son. I don't, I don't think the husband died. He was injured though, and it's, she's the lawyer. Yeah, she's on the or the prosecutor or something. Oh like, lord, yeah. take me off of this high profile case. Yeah, take me off. Nobody's gonna want to take it. That's what they're trying to. No one's gonna want to take it. That's what they're trying to do. Scare people away from taking it. I'm like, you know that whole. Little, did you watch it on Netflix? No. It's sick. It's sickening. I still haven't it's been sickening. able to watch. It's sickening. I was like kind of watching it. Like I wasn't fully tapped in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I was kind of like. The latest documentary when I, I opened on Netflix is Mucho Mucho Amor. What's that about? It's about, um, what is his name? Walter? Walter? Give Mercado. Some ginseng. Walter Mercado. Walter <laughs> Mercado. But I do need some. Walter Mercado. Mm -hmm. He was like, um, like a personality in um like puerto rico mm -hmm. and really became like this notable figure who um did like horoscopes on tv and talked about like wellness not really wellness but like manifestation it was just like sending all the positive oh. energy like it was good it was pretty good i learned oh, something i might watch that tonight yeah and, and i love a good doc yeah and um it's just funny how all the, there's these figures how we resonated with certain like icons celebrity icons here in america is the same thing for like other rico. cultures yeah yeah and even like even not even just puerto rico it was just like latin culture like he was really really um a, a figure yeah a figure it was really good i wasn't exp i wouldn't have watched this but hmm, it was good cool you know who brought it up deanna oh really? deanna was like oh yeah it's good. You'll it's some there's some good points in here. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll have to check it out. I've been watching um a skin decision mm. on Netflix. Mm. So it's um a series. People who have body 
image issues dysmorphia or not body dysmorphia but like mm. something happened to them either they they have scars like mm. they were shot mm -hmm. or they had 10 kids or they have some like skin issues and they speak with these like top plastic surgeon and oh dermatologist and they flip and tumble and them? they flip and tumble them. did you ever watch that show it was Botched. like on abc it wasn't botched but it was like when they gave them the great makeover oh yes it's like that vibe but like not as extreme as that like you won't like come extreme out home makeover oh yeah yeah but for the bot but for the i remember yeah remember yeah but this is like i like this they show. have them like work out and they like do plastic surgery yeah give what them, give them teeth they fix yeah, your teeth yeah you yeah. look like a totally different person yeah 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 but with the skin decision what i like about this is they're not making people look like instagram models mm -hmm. or build a bodies they're just making you like look like your optimal version of yourself yeah because of whatever you may be battling mm -hmm. but you look good just improved you know what i'm saying yeah a new and improved version yeah like nice. this guy had been in a very, very bad car accident mm -hmm. and like the car flipped over and he had all these scars and oh, shit. Oh, man. And they, they flipped and tumbled him. He was looking like a little piece of work. I'm okay. like, all you got to do is take off them necky French braids and. <laughs> Scar tissue is the wish. What is that song? What? Um, uh, so, yeah, we said, well, I don't know how we got there, but pray for Nick Cannon for sure. Oh, yeah. Back it up. Pray um, we also need to be praying for Tamar. Because she was found at the Ritz Carlton out here in Los Angeles somewhere, her by her boyfriend. Um, and what they're seeing looks like a suicide attempt. There was a lot of drugs and alcohol involved. We don't know for sure what happened yet, but she has sent some cryptic messages to the family, saying that she felt like she's a slave. Um, she's not free. Yeah. You know, and she, the only way that she feels like she can escape is by death. So that's sad as fuck. Um, Tamar has been battling for a while like even if it's not mm -hmm. blatantly battling like with her behavior you can tell that there's something going on in some of the things that she says mm -hmm. so um, hopefully you know lift it up hopefully Tamar can come out of this and get the help that she needs again we know that a lot of people are battling right now but the battle's not over mm -mm, it's not so um yeah, Ooh. that's the tea this week. Wow, what a week. Heavy. What a year. What a fucking month. Right. Um, yeah, so what else is going on? That's it. That's it. Right? So that's last it. week's episode. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Mm, let me back it up and dump, and dump it. it. It's been backed up. It's been dumped. Yes. So what we need you all to do is take the time to rate and review this podcast if you're liking what you're hearing. Your ratings and your reviews really help our podcast continue to grow. We've been here for a minute. We want to continue to stay here, but we don't want to be stagnant. Yes. We want to grow. Yes. And by in order for us to grow, we need you to leave your ratings and reviews. So Very important. Pause the show. Write a little something. Five stars. And yeah. Submit it. So let's read our review of the week. Our review of the week comes from Salam. She says, home. I love this show. You guys are my girlfriends. These are such authentic conversations on topics I discuss with my girlfriends. I appreciate this safe space for black women. I'm so grateful for you and this show. Thank you. We're grateful for you. Thanks for stopping by and leaving a little something sweet. We appreciate it. Oh, Slam Pig is the name. Oh, okay. So, yes. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Love you. So, uh, Patreon. Patreon. We got a community over on Patreon where we share tons of bonus extra content goodies every month. 
book clubs, um, bonus episodes, mm-hmm. affirmations, just a lot of things. So if you want to get deeper with your girlfriends, join us over there and um, yeah, gang, gang. That information is down in the show notes. So mm-hmm. we want to shout out our new patrons for the week. We have Sierra. Hey. This beat is automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky, fresh. Um, Shandria. Hey, Shandria. Breezy. Breezy, what it do? And Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Simple enough. Courtney. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, gals. Welcome to the gang. Uh, now. So, now is my part. Last week's episode was 150, You versus You. This is Navigating a Quarter Life Crisis because we did start a series. We did. We started a new series. So I think the girls like the series vibes. Mm-hmm. So the affirmation that we shared was I release expectations related to time frames along my journey. Life, love, and finances come to me in overflow. So like I said, we kicked off our latest series, You versus You, with a conversation about quarter life crises. A quarter life crisis can be defined as a period in which one feels insecure, doubtful, and disappointed surrounding a career, relationship, or a financial situation. We discuss our personal experiences and share stories related to our own quarter life crisis and explain the stages of quarter life crisis. We also took some time to provide you with some tips that should assist you with coming out on the other side of this tough time. Because you are not alone. Right. We are here for you. Yeah, and it seemed like them, the girlfriends were feeling that. They could relate, as we knew you would. Mm-hmm. So, this week, continuing on with our You versus You series. So, today we're going to be talking about our mindsets. So, we all have things that we want to achieve. We want to be, I know. I don't know about you, but I want to be successful. What about you? Of course. Cue the, um... Trey Drake songs and, and Trey yes. songs, yeah. I, I just want to be successful. Yes, but one of the most critical factors in creating our achievement and success is our mindset. Mm-hmm. That's why it's you versus you, because you control your mindset. You do. So according to this psychologist named Carol Dweck, um, she believed that there's two different types of mindsets, either a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. So a person with a fixed mindset believes that their basic abilities, their intelligence, their talents, they're all fixed traits, right? So someone like this would believe that what you have, what they have is what they got. Yeah. What they got. Fixed what means no changes. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm on a fixed income. Exactly. <laughs> Retirement status. Period. Baby. Mm-hmm. I already know I'm getting 650 a month. There ain't, ain't no possibility for me to get no money from nowhere no else. No overtime, no nothing. Exactly. It just is what it is. So you just feel like what you have is what you have. You know, there's not really opportunity for growth there. Um, and also people who have a fixed mindset, they kind of battle with wanting to look smart all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get caught slipping, licking down. And that's why they stick to what they know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because Not about to look stupid. Exactly. You know that you're good at whatever it is, and you don't venture far from that. Right. Then there's a fit, the growth mindset. Mm-hmm. So a person with a growth mindset understands that their talents and their abilities abilities can be developed through effort, good teaching, persistence, right. trying, and doing. Working hard at it. Yeah, and they believe that anybody can get smarter or better if they just work at it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I want to ask you your personal opinion yet about, about yourself, your own experience. 
Um, do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think you have based on that little general definition? I think there's instances where I can have both a fixed and a growth mindset. Mm. Like I have a growth mindset in the sense that I'm always willing to learn something. Like um, I try things. I'm willing to try things. If they don't work out, cool. But I give a lot of things a chance. I've had my hands in a lot of different things. Like I'm not really fearful to try anything. So that's definitely a growth mindset. And I understand that I'm not going to be perfect at it or good at it um, immediately. I know that I can acknowledge that it's going to take some time and persistence for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing and I have put in the work to do that. Um, But then I also think that I have a fixed mindset in some areas where there's certain things where I'm just like, you know, what I'm doing has been working or I kind of want to feel like I have control over something. So I'll just rather stay fixed in order to have the illusion of control because, you know, we're never really controlling a goddamn thing. But that has just been my process before, Mm. my thought process before. Mm. What about you? Both. I have both. Double up. Never let a hard time humble us. Honestly. mm, 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 mm. What? I think maybe I'm more fixed, which sucks. But that's okay. Because we work through. We do work through. Honestly, it's there there has to be a middle ground for me. I think that there needs or out there. If you're listening, what's the lady's name again? Carol. Carol, if you're listening. Carol Dweck. <laughs> if you're if you're listening, Carol. Um, there needs to be like some something in the middle because I'm like an optimistic fixed person. Okay, what is an that optimistic look like? fixed? What is mindset? an optimistic fixed mindset? Like I'm not pessimistic. I have I'm optimistic. Well, the thing is, just because you have a fixed mindset does not equate to pessimistic or at all. negative Nancy. Yeah, you right, know? right. Because you can be optimistic and still not try shit. <laughs> no new shit. You can be optimistic about the things that yeah. you know. Yeah, and good. I think that I'm hopeful about learning. I think it's the process of like going through the motions of learning something. Okay, that's the part that like gets me. So really, maybe I'm just lazy. Which I think is a quality of being fixed. Uh, see? You know what I'm She's saying? Fixed. Like laziness is like a fixed mindset. Yeah. Because you don't exert the effort to not be lazy. Exactly. Because there's some things that I want to learn. Like, um, mm, <laughs> what? Mm, maybe like she's like 80% fixed. There's things that I want to learn. There's I like to be like naturally good at things, which is like a fixed mindset, right? You only mm-hmm. want to do what you're naturally good at. Right. And then. But there's things that I want to learn, and I'm like, I'll learn a little bit, but then I'll be like, I don't really like this. Fixed. I don't. Yeah, I'm fixed. Because if you, and it's, it's thing, bigger than wanting to learn it, right? You have to want to learn and actually do what it takes to, to learn, learn it. it. Yeah. Because and if I'll you're credit fi- things off to the fact that like I'm not techie. Right. I'm not like a math person. Now I've said that before too. Like I'm just not good at math, and when you say something like that, you don't ever try to do anything related to math. You stay far away from the math instead of saying, you know what? Let me take a little Honestly, math refresher. Okay, so I think I know what it is now. I loved. I I have to always look at things like two ways. Okay, Libra. Right. Damn, I can't just stick with one thing and because stay there. I know because I'm a macro thinker. <laughs> so I think if 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 whatever I'm learning is micro, it tears me to pieces. It rips my little asshole up. So it what? Really what does. is something that's micro to you? Like micro, a lot of things. Like I know a, what micro is, but I want an example probably, of something that's micro. Things that take like graphic designs and techie things. Like okay. That. 
It's like too many working parts. I like one big picture. Like, okay. But everything has working parts. I know, but that's why I feel like I'm maybe that's why I'm fixed. You know? Like everything <laughs> literally has the the little micro pieces won't look the same in graphic design as they look in mm. photography or tennis, but it's like it's still a micro part. Like you gotta have a wrist and you gotta you And know, I you like have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR's got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. 
Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. This, you gotta do all that. And you know, I'm lazy. Because you don't. like photography, but you still haven't done what you need to do to. Wow. The drag by the. No, I'm not a drag. We're having an honest conversation. Yeah. You right. haven't done what you need to do that you've been saying that you need to do for a minute now. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't like the process of learning a thing. Okay. I like the process of just doing it. You just want it, and that's what you want it to be natural. Like, I just pick up the camera, and, and bitch, I got yeah, it. That's it. I don't have to learn how to use this camera. That's why you like to little... use your iPhone. Exactly. Instead I'm of learning how to use. Oh, wow. I have a fixed mindset. Instead of learning how to use that, you took the step to get the camera. I did do that You piece. took that step, but you didn't further it by actually learning how to flip and tumble that camera yet. I think this has to do with like laziness. Okay. I think so. There's some under there's some underlining. Yeah, here. I think that's a trait. There's of, roots of a fixed mindset. Yeah. Laziness. And honestly, and it's and it sucks. I think it's laziness with the ability to exert effort, right? Because with the things that I know how to do, I don't feel lazy about it. I don't feel like I'm a lazy person. Just in this capacity, it's like ugh. I really want to. I do just that. think take out lazy and just say fix mindset. Yeah, that that makes it not seem so terrible. Yeah, because it's not laziness is a character trait. So if yeah, you, I'm not lazy. Exactly. So just 
call fixed. it what it is. Yeah. I'm fixed. Yeah. Wow. It's so funny, like, doing this show. You always want to lean more towards the, the positive. What's right. The positive. What seems right. Yeah, the positive. What seems right. But we told y'all we don't be having all the answers. No, and it's nice to have these these conversations and work through it. Because then I'm like, you might want to say you are, have a growth mindset. But, bitch, you have a fixed mindset. Yeah. You're fixed. Mm-hmm. The fixie. Yeah. I'm a fixie. Fixie, bitch. Fixie, bitch. <laughs> She's a fixed bitch. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Ooh. And it's okay. It's really okay. It but, is what it is. You know. And I'm so tired. I ain't said that in a long time. Oh, I know we haven't. It, it is, is what it is. is and, and I'm, I'm so, so tired. 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 Yeah, we ain't said So that. when you have a fixed mindset, now that we, we're working through, <laughs> when you have a fixed mindset, you can often be trapped and fall victim to only feeling successful when you're producing results. You know, letting your results define you. So how do you feel? This ain't going to be a therapy session. I'm just, you know, we'll go back and forth. Yeah. But do you feel like you need to see results when you're tapped into something? Like, because with a growth mindset, it's like, you're okay with like not getting a grand result. Like you understand and process, like Mm -hmm. I'm getting better. I know that I'm not good or great right now. Right. But do you feel like, oh, I need to see my results. I done started this. Um, I, I have my hands in it. I want to see the results. So I think that I, I feel, I, I want to stop saying, I think, you know, I, I, when I'm really thinking about what I believe, that's fine, uh-huh. but I don't want to use the word. I think when you to, really when, feel. I, when I'm sure, exactly when I'm sure when you're grounded, thing, when I'm grounded in it. Yeah. So, um, you feel like I feel, or I believe that I, I believe I give myself grace. Um, when I'm doing something mm-hmm. and I'm not immediately jumping to, I need results. I need to see it. And then I feel terribly when, when it doesn't show up, that's okay. not the vibe because I think that I, I feel, I, sp- I know for sure. I'm really gentle with myself. I'm always like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be better next time. I have a lot of that and I don't, and that's why I feel like maybe perhaps there's both because I'm not, I'm not <laughs> mad when things, when I don't immediately have the results. Maybe it's results. In- maybe it's not. May, okay, so maybe it's not expecting immediate result, just knowing that there will be a result. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a difference between wanting immediate result and immediate result and knowing that a result's for sure coming versus with the growth of mindset, you don't know if your desired result is going to come. You get what of I'm course. saying? Of course. Yeah, of course I want the, of course, if I'm doing something that I'm supposed to be good at, then I need the results to yeah. eventually show up. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, why are we doing this? Yeah. This is dumb, right? Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, with a growth mindset, when you have this, which I don't, which I'm deciding I don't, yeah, uh, it allows a person, one, to dedicate ourselves or themselves to showing up mm-hmm. and being intentional about the, the impact that we have on shaping our own identity. Right. Even if it maybe like what I, the way I um, process that is like, Maybe you don't get what you thought the desired result would be. Like, okay, say I get into, say I want to learn graphic design, right? And I've said, okay, let me learn how to do this. And I don't end up being good at it, even after I've tried and been persistent and practiced and, Mm -hmm. you know, taking all these measures. But this has built character in another way. You know, like I've been impacted by this some way, somehow, in another way. That's not how I initially expected, but in another way. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. To help shape me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code bravado at checkout. 
So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Um, also, if you have a fixed mindset, a lot of the time you avoid engaging in certain experiences so that you don't feel like a failure. Yeah. But this can limit and hinder you from learning as much as you could if you just stepped outside of the uncomfortability and just learn something new or try something new. It's like you. I know for sure I have a fixed mindset now. <laughs> I don't like doing shit where I'm like, uh. You don't like doing foreign things for sure. You'll be, I don't. You like. You like stuff tried and true. You like tried and true. I do. I like predictability. I like to know uh, what's 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 popping, what's happening. Um, there can be a little bit of spontaneity. Yeah. But for the most part, I want to know what's what's going on. Yeah. Because if I show up somewhere and I'm like, Are "This what we doing?" Like <laughs> I had no fucking clue. Ooh. I had no clue, and I think that girl and you, we know you fixed because you. This girl can eat your potle. <laughs> Like nobody's business. Like if it's a meal that she likes, yep, she can eat it Monday through Saturday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. I am fixed. I Ooh. I very, very am much so fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you ain't said nothing slick to a can of oil. If there's room, if you feel like okay, do you feel like you want to change that? Like, do you want to change some of your fixed mindset? I do. I want there to be a little bit more liberty. I, and the reason, I'm not going to call it lazy. I want to have more um, energy. I, I want to exert drive. more energy. Yeah, more drive to being like, this is something that I'm curious about. And maybe I'm not curious about enough things. Mm. Maybe it's like a curiosity thing. I really accept most things for like at face value. I don't know if you've noticed, but like sometimes you'll ask, ask me details for things and I'll be like, I don't know. Like what? I don't just, I was going to say, I don't know. <laughs> just um specific things. Like you might even ask me something that my mom like have has told me about. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, like a candle or something. And you'll be like, oh, what is that? Or what are the details about that? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I don't know. Does that make sense? I'm trying to see what you said makes sense. But how does that go? How does that relate to fix mindset? Because I feel like. With people who are more curious and have a natural proclivity to be like, I want to know how things work. I'm curious about things. Yeah. Um, and there's intriguement. Then I feel like you're more susceptible or receptive to exerting energy to learning a thing. Got it. I take a lot of things at face Just value. Just what it is without yeah. going beyond. Because exactly. it's like that doesn't really need to be known. It's because it, it, it ties into detail, which is why I'm a macro thinker. Yeah. Like macro, okay, I see two plus two, four, all the little small little intricate details I don't like. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm not a micro thinker. Right. And I think that has to do with it. I feel like people who are micro thinkers are probably more detail oriented. Yeah, I'm definitely micro. I know. And a little more micro curious. thinker. Because somebody would tell me something, I'm like, okay, cool, bet. That's that's what we... And you know, yeah. I'll be like, we can figure this out. We can do it ourselves. Like when certain things, and then you'll I'm, be like... Actually, well, we, you can. How can we do it I'm ourselves? I'm actually not a we can. We How can, can we do it ourselves? Yeah, I'm not a we. I'm, I'm like, at this point, we got to do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like when we first started with our Instagram, I'm like, we got to do, we can't come out the gate with a social media manager, <laughs> sister girl. <laughs> we got to learn. How to do the graphics ourselves. How to flip and tumble How it. How to flip and tumble it ourselves. Thank God for you because, bitch, half the <laughs> shit that we know dead ass, y'all, I don't know how non-techy I am. Ooh. And that is my 
macro thinking and it's my fixed mindset thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not curious about a, a way enough. I don't care enough, really. <laughs> like, and I think it's the lack of curiosity. Yeah. To being like, I'm about to figure out how that works. Yeah. I'll just be like, who does the graphics? Yeah, I'm curious because I'll be like, yeah, we got to put this on the website, but I'm going to figure out how to do it. Uh, and I will be like, I can't watch. Bitch, it took me so long setting up the printer for the um, for the ship station. I'm like, why? Why do I have to do this? Oh, I actually kind of get like a little thrill out of putting stuff together. And I do like when like my fr- Like I helped my friend put together furniture. It was too much at one point. But like I like putting together stuff. Like I like learning Mm-mm. stuff. Mm-mm. Sometimes I'm a little too curious because like I start wanting to learn hella things at once and get overwhelmed. Yeah. So I kind of need to like pick a few things to learn and get good at. But I really like the challenge and like I like learning. I feel like that's like a different part of your brain when you want to put things together. And my brain, I don't know what side of the brain that I'm using the most. <laughs> the I use the, connected to I use more. I'm more like a language person. I'm more mm, a language um, person. like linguistics, like writing. Um, yeah, I'm not that. Yeah, like I'm more of a person of words. Okay. Um, lingu- you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's my thing. I feel like I communicate well that way. Um, and building things and putting things together seems more almost more mathematical like the way you use your brain to put shit together and math seems like the same side to me mm. i would not be surprised i think it is and i mean like it makes science. sense yeah because you have to be like and i'm more of an emotional it's kind of like feeler. logic it's logic exactly Brittany. it's oh logic my and i'm logical i am not a logical right. person see yeah I'm not. I'm such a heart person. I'm such See, a feeler. This makes sense now. This is why. And if this we, is why we if work we went, well. If we went deeper into the like growth and fixed mindset, we would probably learn I wonder, that. maybe. Like if you're more logical. I wonder, is there a correlation? I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like you could be logical and that could kind of make you be fixed too. But, you know, I feel like, okay. Ooh. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know, but I know that. And maybe there are people who are. This this could just be my my own perception. Yeah. I'm just having a hypothesis, guys. <laughs> uh, that's the only science I do know. Right. <laughs> um, right. Sure I was I always could feel that out. What I think gonna happen, and then from there the yeah. project went downhill. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that there are people who are feelers and who are emotional people who like putting shit together. I wonder if that when I think about that, I think more masculine energy. That definitely is a masculine, like a. I wonder, I wonder, logic, logic for logic sure. Logic is masculine. Feeling is feminine. Yeah. Like not saying only women do it, but that's tapping into your femininity, feminine energy, feeling, yeah. heart, emotions. Yes. I and wonder. masculine is putting things together, logic, rationalizing. I wonder is there a certain amount of, has there been a study on how many men, like men to women ratio on who feels they're more fixed versus who feels they're more um, growth? I don't know. You know, yeah. I wonder if that has something to do like with it. We'll have to look deeper into that. There may be a part two to this <laughs> because now we've gone. We're just deep. chatting. It we've up. gone deeper. Yeah. We're just but um, ultimately, so like if you want to change your mindset, right, if you feel like your mindset is fixed and you want it to be a little bit more growth, then you have to decide to change your behavior. Mm-hmm. And there are three layers to behavior change, which this I found like pretty interesting. Yes. Um. So. First is changing it. Well, there, yeah, there's layers, and I guess ways you can, um, you can approach 
behavioral change. Yes. So you first would change your outcome or there's changing your outcomes, changing your processes, and then changing your identity. Yes. So typically our goals are centered around outcomes, right? Outcomes are based upon results. So for instance, you want to run a marathon, you want to lose weight, things like that. Yeah. Um, when you set these goals, they're associated with these type of outcomes. So like, hey, I'm I'm running every day because I want to lose weight. Yeah. Or I'm or maybe out you to don't even muscle. think about that. You just say, but you like the outcome of whatever the goal that you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. I want to be a bad bitch. That's it. So I'm, I'm getting lashes. My outcome. That's more identity, <laughs> honey. That's tapping in. Then there's changing your processes. So uh -huh. this part, this is a part that has to do with your routines or systems that you put in place. So this is when you step outside of just the goal. This is okay, I need to change my diet for mm -hmm. sure. You know, I can't just be, I just can't be a different weight without that. Right. Um, implementing a running schedule, mm -hmm. you know, because you can't just show up to the marathon. I mean, you can. Right. But how, we don't know how successful you will be if you don't put in, your, change your processes. Like you have to decide, okay, these are people who consider the journey exactly. to the goal. Exactly. Like the end goal is like healthy, right? Hel yeah. I want to be healthy, but in the midst of healthy, I have to maintain a great lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle, which looks like making sure my diet is intact, exactly. making sure that I'm running. I want to feel stress-free. So a part of the process to getting stress-free, the journey would be meditation, yes. exercising, yes. Um, keeping calm, Whatever that looks like for you is people who are more focused on journey. Yeah, understanding that you're going to have to make some changes to get to this End macro goal. goal right. Because it's easy for us to be at the first stage where we're just like, I want this. I want that. Mm -hmm. You know, we set those all day, all night, baby. But it's the execution. But the, exactly. The execution is all in of the process. Them are, all of them aren't accomplished because we miss layers. Yeah, we, we skip layers. layers or we try to skip over layers. So the third and the deepest layer is changing your identity. Mm -hmm. So when you get here, you're changing your beliefs. Mm -hmm. You're changing your self-view, your image, your worldview. So with the marathon thing, and I'm sure you can attest to this, Germany. Yeah. This is when you're saying, I want to run a half marathon or a marathon. You're changing your identity by saying, I'm a runner. Exactly. I'm no longer just someone who wants to run a marathon. Right. You have to adopt the idea that you are a runner because if you don't believe you're a runner, it's going to be hard to train for the marathon. And ultimately, um, I think once you once you get to the identity, you've you've already gone through the, the other process, you know, the yeah. other layers. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when I first started running, the goal initially, the, the, initially it was the goal that attracted me. Yes. Right. And after I was like, okay, this is a goal that I plan to attain um, or obtain. Yeah. Obtain. 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 Then it was kind of like, okay, now I have to agree and submit to the process, yes. which is showing up to the practices, um, the practices, the, the, the training, runs, the training, the conditioning, the conditioning, exactly. Getting in um, community with other people who are running, mm -hmm. um, being a part of the group chats, whatever it was. And then the identity shift when that community builds to the point where you're like, hey, we're a squad. Yeah. You know, and I'm a runner. I've ran the half marathon. I'm committed to the processes. And now it's a part of my day to day lifestyle. Right. Um, you know, and that is like you've changed your belief about running. You change your belief about yourself as an athlete. Then you start being like, I'm an athlete. Like, bitch, yeah. I'm athletic. Yes. So um, I definitely can attest to that. Yeah. 
And so a lot of emphasis is put here at the identity piece, because a lot of the times if you don't decide to change your identity, which is like we say, your beliefs and your worldviews and image, then um, you'll, you, you'll realize that you miss a lot of the goals yeah. that you've set for yourself. And then really the key to forming habits and making sure that you, the shit sticks is to build those identity based habits. Mm -hmm. It really, and not that it doesn't matter because sometimes it is just about the goal. A bitch trying to get thick real quick. You need to gain a quick five pounds. <laughs> that, yeah, but you got to do something for that. Though. No, you yeah. do. You do. But you're initially like focusing on the goal or you know how, okay, this is a perfect example. Every summer, Every every like fall, winter, I'm like, I'm about to, my body's going to be banging for summer, uh -huh. right? But I haven't, at, at some point I do, and then I fall off, but built an identity about being a A person, person who works out, exactly. A person who's fit. Exactly. Like, I'm fit, I go to the gym all the time, it's not necessarily focusing on next summer. Exactly. And that's what we do. We like, make, yeah, we just make it so goal-oriented instead of identity. I'm a fit person who works out. Yeah, or, or even how about, we be like, I want my legs to look bomb. I want my butt to look bigger. And you be yeah. focusing on one key piece <laughs> instead of the process. And then eventually you live a lifestyle where you're fit. And this is the result, result of being a fit person. Exactly. Exactly. That, that, that's it. So, so we, we just to, have to set some identity, find yeah. out what we want, who we want to identify as and yes. then create habits based around that. Yes. And because ultimately that helps you believe in new things about yourself. That really shapes your per perception yeah. and your identity and the way that you view the world, the way you view yourself in the world and the way you want other people to view you. Yeah. One good example that I had saw was like, say someone's like, I want to be a good friend. Mm -hmm. And we think, you know, we see these different friendships, we admire them and we just think, I just need to find somebody that's just, just like that, you know, mm -hmm. but you need to start doing things, forming habits that a good friend has. Yes. Calling in, being reliable, showing up for, mm -hmm. um, holding space, for. holding space for yeah. things that a friend does. And then you'll realize, oh, I'm, I'm a, good a good friend. friend. Yeah, definitely. You know, here I am being a good friend. Yes. So here's some questions that you can ask yourself to identify if you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. If you're a little confused, we found out. And this is the thing. I really strongly believe that I might have a little both, but I'm probably leaning more towards fixed. Yeah. And I think that there's room for that. Like yeah. we all have a dominant one. Yeah. But fixed there's, there's areas where, you know, we teeter, teeter totter. Yes. So here's some questions you can ask yourself. Do I persevere in the face of failures? I say yes. Knock down now that's nine, growth. but I get up 10. That's a growth. Yeah, I know. For sure. Mm-hmm. Kelly Hand. Do I exert the effort required to build new skills? No. Fixed. Yes. This is a good way. Ooh, see if you have more growth or more fixed. Yes. Okay, so let me, you, okay, though, so now we got to go back and forth because this is about both of us. Okay, then let me put it, I'm about to write this on the notes. Okay, so question number one. Mm -hmm. Do I persevere in the face of failures? You said yes. I'll put a G and a B. Yes. Yes. I'm sure you think the same of yes, yourself. Yes, I do. Okay. Do I ex do I exert the effort required to build new skills? B. Yeah, you yes, do all I day. Do. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do I find inspiration in other people's success? Yes. I say yes. Like, oh wow, look, they're really doing it. We both get one. So that's growth. That's a growth mindset. Yeah. Do I accept criticism? Mm. 
It depends on how it's delivered. I'm a little fixed on here. Let me keep it two versions. It with depends you. on how it's delivered. So that's no G nor B. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll ask you. Do I desire to have do I desire mm, do I have desire to learn? I do. I have a desire to learn for sure. You know I'm always in the book. I'm, I'm always just, in a book and a podcast. Like, I'm just gonna go ahead and I say really no. I really be going after it. I'm just gonna say no. Okay. I'm just gonna say yeah, no. Yeah, I think that's an accurate. I think it's fair. Okay. So um do I avoid challenges? It depends on what kind. What you doing? Oh, I don't avoid challenges. Okay, so you let me, let me see. So wait, for the questions that we just asked, that means that these are we're we're gonna use them all. Okay. Um honestly if it's something that's like physical, I wanna do it. Okay. It depends on the challenge. I'm gonna give myself So a, it depends on the challenge. Yes. So do I avoid challenges? No. Oh, so it should be nobody there, huh? I should take those off. Yeah. Boop. Do I give up easily? I don't. No, I persevere. This bitch yeah. perseveres. Um, are you threatened by other success? No. Threatened by other people's success? No. No. Do I desire to look smart? I do. I like to look smart in certain areas. I don't feel like I desire like You don't? No. I mean I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to look stupid. Like, I want to be knowledgeable. But I think it's a difference between, like, having a desire to be smart where it's like, I need people to know that I know this. You know oh, I'm, I, I'm not. Okay, let me take me you off. That's Aries energy. Dead. That is. I'm not like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you like to? Well, it's kind of like the same thing, exerting effort. Mm, it's okay. So, basically, this is the thing. We can go off those first ones. Okay. And and if you you likely have a mindset if you avoid challenges if you give up easily if you're threatened you by mindset. other people's success yeah if you have to look smart like an Aries hey y'all if you don't um like to exert effort and if you ignore feedback so based on our previous questions Brittany you're pretty um growth mindset yeah I'm like. I'm just going to say I'm fixed. Fixed with a little growth. Fixed with a moments of growth. Fixed with moments of growth. So, yeah. Let us know how you all are. Yeah. What and know that for? there's opportunity. Ultimately, we want to veer more towards growth mindset for of sure. Course. Because like we said earlier, that's essential um, in creating achievement and success in our lives. Mm -hmm. There's things that we want to have to accomplish. We know that we have to learn new skills. You've been learning that eventually, even if you're resistant, you understand you got to learn some new shit, bitch. Right. And you have to be persistent and you have to practice. You got, for instance, with the Instagram page, you know, by now that if you don't work, it don't work. Right. We got to do what we got to do <laughs> for the goddamn page. Even if we're not like social media savvy or feel like, you know, it comes natural to us. It's like we got to figure it out. So the flip and tumble. So yeah. pray for me as I pray for you. Yes. That's how I end that off. So um, and always know that it's you versus you. That's this it. This is nobody stopping you. That's you have the, the ability. That's, uh, that's, that's the how title. we wrap it up. Pray for me as I pray, pray for, for you. you. And always know it's you versus you. You want to be fixed? Be fixed. If you want to grow, grow up. <laughs> Okay. So yeah. So we haven't done a girlfriend gag in a long, 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 long. We really time. haven't. We haven't. So um, this is just basically where you can send us in your comments, your questions, your concerns, and we gag about it here on the show. This ain't gospel. This ain't law. It's just two bitches giving their opinion. Period. Okay. And you can send your girlfriend gags to contact at theblackgirlbravado.com. So what do we have? So we got an email. 
Okay. It says, hey, big sisters. Hey. I've been binging your show for about two weeks now. Oh. I recently listened to episode 112. 112. <laughs> Anxious for what? I listened to the girlfriend gag and some parts of what my sis talked about resonated with me. I'm 18 BTW. My boyfriend and I just made an official two years. We've been together about two and a half. We met in high school and now he's in college. He's one year older than me. I'll be going into my first year this fall. Everything is really great between us. And sometimes I just feel like we're friends who have sex. Mm. We don't have a whole lot of conversation about meaningful things. Because y'all are young. Right. Our goals are a bit different in some aspects. Not to toot my own horn. Toot, toot. Okay. Here's a toot. Toot, toot. <laughs> but I'm really a go-getting person. I'm ambitious. Okay, growth. In, come on. Mindset. Um, I'm ambitious in school and with my side hustle and getting into school scholarships and setting up my career early. Um, there's nothing wrong with not knowing what exactly you want to do or super passionate about, but I just feel like sometimes it takes so much out of me to motivate him to be more ambitious. I think some of his lack of motivation may be because he doesn't have, maybe because he didn't have the kind of upbringing, that upbringing as a child. Mm. She's tapping into his childhood trauma. This is an advanced 18 year old. Let me tell you something. A lot of them are, especially yeah, with our help. Yeah, yeah, with our yeah, help. yeah, yeah. So she goes on to say, a lot of people have been telling me entering college with a boo can hold you down. Mm. I think I want to use this as an opportunity to explore my own options. But at the same time, I feel so happy with him, which is kind of contradictory, sis, contradictory, but we'll get there. If we do break up, I feel like I'd be hella sad and I don't plan on getting slutted out, LOL. <laughs> That's not what I mean. But I think I want to enjoy school as an individual. He's a really great guy. And I just think on a career goal level that we're different in our hustle. I know we're young, but still, we are getting older and are starting to show who we are for real. Okay. They're girl. getting older. Okay. They're getting older. They're getting you older, you know, because you 18. He ain't, you okay? You're older. <laughs> this is cute. Okay. So next paragraph. Oh, there's more. There's more. My mom is saying how she appreciates him. He's also my first boyfriend. <laughs> Um, um, he's shown me a lot about how a man should treat you. Oh, but have we timed out is the question. She and my best friend actually brought this to my attention and agree and agree that they see me with someone who is equally ambitious and passionate about, about passionate about whatever their thing is. I'm not sure if I should stay with him or just use this time to explore myself and enjoy college. BTW. <laughs> We're going to different schools, but we'll only be about 30 minutes from each other. I really value y'all's perspective and would appreciate some advice. Your little sis. No wow. name. Not okay. putting a name there. Well, little sis. Who, who's 18? She's leaps and bounds from where I was at 18. Let me just say that. Of course. But you know what? This is a great space because you can learn your lessons earlier than I did. Yeah. <laughs> each really, one, teach one. You really can. And you're in a good space. So... Um, personally, mm -hmm. I think you need to do you, you know, mm -hmm. you don't have to be tied to this relationship because you're so damn young. And we were just having this talk on our walk about how we like super commit mm -hmm. so young yeah. and think that we have to make something work because of potential, um, or because things aren't quote unquote bad, but then you'll wake up and you'll be 28. And then honey, once those twenties are gone, they're, they're gone. gone. They're gone and they're out. So this is my thing. I think that, yeah, if she's already feeling the vibe that he's not as ambitious, yeah, um, then tap into that. And it's okay, like you said, to be like, hey, 
we're at two different schools. Let's just take our time. The only thing that I thought was a little bit of contradicting contradicting is that you say you feel like you're just friends who have sex, mm-hmm. which seems a little blah. Right. Um, especially if he's your boyfriend and that you don't have like meaningful conversations. But then you said you don't want to break up because you're really happy. You're really happy. Exactly. So like maybe you got to sit I and think, decide. Yeah. Are you really happy or is this more comfortability? Because that happens. It's been two and a half years. Y'all know each other really well. He's your first. Yeah, your families are cool. Your best friend, your mama like him and all of this shit. But he hasn't done anything quote unquote wrong, which also hinders us. Yeah. Um, So I think you got to figure out like, are you looking for somebody ambitious? Are you looking for someone who has meaningful conversations with you where you guys are having these intimate sexual moments? That don't just feel like you fucking your homie. Yeah, or not even just sexual. Something that's beyond that. Something stimulating. Yeah. Because I think you can eat, you can be stimulated. You can be an advanced little 18-year-old and be getting, you know, be really, be together. And have a, a little yeah, 18-year-old yeah, yeah. boohoo's together. You definitely can. And, you know. and, and relative to your age. Yeah. Not saying that you got to be out here acting 29, 25. Don't date yourself, young blood. But that's not what I'm getting from this. No, I'm not either. I'm not gathering that from this situation. Mm-mm. I'm gathering that um, spread your wings and prepare to fly. Butterfly. And you will soon be a butterfly. <laughs> what? <laughs> And let him go, girl. You know, let and you know, do, you can do it in a sweet, nice way. You know, however you flip it and tumble it. Not saying you need to just. The, and these little boys really be doing. Let me tell you something. Let me give you Especially a little Especially when story. they get to college. Let me you give you a story. You don't want to be slutted out. Boo boo. I'm going to give you a story, they little slut sister. themselves out. I'm about to give a story. Give it a story. Personal, personal tea here. Okay. So I was with the same guy um, all of high school, high school sweethearts, if mm-hmm. you will. <laughs> um, we went to prom. We did all the whole bitten titties. Yeah. And our families were cool. Me Kitten and his mom. Caboodle. Mom together, sister, brother. Well, everybody is one big joint family at uh-huh. this point. And um, we went away to two different schools. He went out of state. I didn't go. And it was like we were going to be a thing, a ting. And it was, I thought despite it was. Despite the different school. Despite the different school in the okay. distance. I thought that we had what it took. To be on top. You want to be on top? Exactly. That's it. I thought we were going to be on top. Yeah. And um, (laughs) come to find out, I'm sure I've shared this story before, but, you know, school starts in August. Me and my homegirl said, oh, we going to drive over to the next couple states over to Arizona. Mm -hmm. That's where he was, ASU. And like, oh, oh, this is the real kicker. Let me give y'all some back tea. So. August school started in August for my 18th birthday. I said, all I want to do is go fly, take a flight. Take a 40. This I told my mother. I told my mother, all I want to do is feel like an adult. I'd like a flight purchase. I like one. a ticket, a backpack, and I like you to stay back, bitch. I'm taking a solo trip on my own. Shit. You didn't want to let me go to the college. Let me take the trip <laughs> as an adult. On the trip. <laughs> Number one, the fact that I had to ask my mother to purchase the plane ticket. That was probably less than $200. Arizona, come on. A yeah. 40, the 45-minute flight. And that was way back when. Yeah, I was only 18. I mean, I yeah. was working, but it wasn't hitting like that. No, no, like yeah. I know, bitch, I understand. Because <laughs> I, too, would I would have been using graduation money. Spending said, it all and not getting it right back. <laughs> I said, Mama... I'm like, only thing that I want for my birthday is to be with my boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Please 
Get on South by Honor me by that. South by Southwest. Gift me with that. What's called Southwest? Southwest. I'd like you to get on Southwest Airlines and purchase a plane ticket for <laughs> Like, she's my assistant. Yeah, right. Like, she's my... I take a flight to Arizona, please. Economy will do. For... <laughs> For the 18th birthday. So the 18th birthday was in October, y'all. October, he's been gone all of two, two months. months. When I pull up at the at the school, of course, he already knows I'm coming. But there's already a Little Miss Mamas floating in the wind. <laughs> Wait, did you the Little Miss Mamas? How did you find out about the Miss Mamas? I could just tell, like, the way you he was tell. on his phone. And um, somebody tried to either pop up at his, like, around his dorm area. Mm-hmm. And it was more like... The, the energy was like, I'm with my girl from back home this weekend. Like, we, I, whoever it is, I just started talking to you. But my girl's coming and like, this is the mm. vibe. And I was just like, bro. And then, so that was already in October. I could feel that something, you can feel something, something in the was up. You can feel it in the air. And the Beanie Seagull, cue it. Yeah. And then <laughs> a couple months later, me and the home girl drove up there. This was the unannounced time. This was the unannounced trip. Yeah. We thought we were really doing something. Right. The surprise. The moving mountains. Yeah, exactly. We pulled up and um, yeah, uh, the Little Miss Mamas, a group of them. Mm. A group of them. I'm like, uh, again, but then, you know, you pull the card. You feel like you're doing something like, well, I'm here. I'm the girl. Girl, just dumb. Sickening. Young and dumb. Sickening. Loud and wrong. Sickening. So, um, I'm just saying these little boys, they get out there and get their little dicks wet and just yeah, they do. Act a fool. They do cut up, especially in college. Now I know she said he's been in college. He's a year older than her, cause, so he's already been in college. And that's another thing. He's probably getting exposed to these older women. Like I got this young girl who just graduated high school, but he still ain't tapped in all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like you've know. been there a year before me, and I'm already ahead of the game. But you know these men. These men. I don't know. I just think that you know you got to be careful. Not that all brothers are like this. Not all. Not, not all. all. We don't over. We don't generalize over here. There's a. There's a, you know. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's room for both. And for I'm. Sure. I'm speaking to the half. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, 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 I've been to college, college, colleges. I've right. been to multiple. I've been in dorms, multiple dorms, mm. and I've seen it, baby. Eyes have not ears. And I've seen it. I had a front row seat. <laughs> See. So, um, you know what? I would just say, Take let it go. Easy. Because the person that I was dating at 18 couldn't touch me with a 10-foot pole. Right he could now. not be my man. He couldn't touch me with a 10-foot pole. But when he was touching me with the 10-foot pole, when the pole was touching me. Yeah. When the pole was not 10 foot away. Yeah. What about him? I felt different. Of I felt like, oh, yes. Duh, we have. But now, boy, please. Yeah. He could never. So. That's that on go. that. That's that on that. Um, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh-huh. Share it. Love it. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Period. And yeah, we will chat with you all next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.